Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. So we're joined by Jason Britt, who used to be our Southeast Dark Horse, and now he's the Mid-Atlantic Juggernaut, (laughs) and Stephen Hausnick, who used to be Dustin Howard's beat stick, but turns out Dustin's not very good anymore. Yeah, apparently. So you guys were on table two, 74 points apiece. Give us your list, and then we'll talk about the game and the fact that we played Pillage, which is probably good for both you guys, right? No, uh, he has more. You have more unit strength. You have more unit strength. Yeah, it's it's the flying scoring and uh, heroes that right, right, right. The edge. (laughs) Well, what was your list? So, uh, yeah, I was playing Kingdoms of Men. Uh, Yeah, I had a bunch of archers, so three hordes of uh, bowmen, two regiments of bowmen, uh, two knights, one with caterpillar, one with J boots. then three cannons, a siege artillery, uh, two generals on winged beast, one with uh, headstrong, one with plus one to waver, three uh, scoring wizards uh, mounted on Pegasus, all with lightning bolt, one with boomstick, and then a hero mounted with a mace of crushing and indomitable well. Awesome, <laughs> Stephen. What do you have? And you, I know you're, I know you're, you're playing Ratkin, right? And it's a real shooty Ratkin list. Yep. So uh, my major focus is on weight of dice, playing the, like the 40k orc style <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, that's cool. So, it's rocking two hordes of Ratkin Spear Warriors, or yeah. regular warriors, sorry. And so they're just there for unlocks, keeping it cheap. I have a regiment because I needed another unlock. I have Scuttles, the big, essentially dragon. 13 attacks, CS3. Let's go. Mother Kryza with Blood Boil. So Great. Stealthy bubble, right? Uh, stealthy, ensnare, inspiring, CS2. That's just great. Yeah, she's and so she's good. Scores. Because she's large infantry. Right. Uh, Broodmother with the blight staff and drain life. Only one Broodmother? Only one Broodmother. (laughs) Points wise. Yeah. Points wise, and also I don't get a lot out of her except for like the one or two wounds with that blight staff Mm -hmm. and the radiance. Right. She only needs so much radiance. Right. Um, Tunnel Runners with Brew Sharpness, it's the way to go with Tunnel Runners if you're not running that. Yep. And then uh, three units of claw shots for that long range poke. Well, it's like a war engine, but it scores. Yep. <laughs> so like, oh, I don't have anything to shoot and turn five. Well, let's move into the scoring yep. zone. They're they're essentially 36-inch lightning bolt. Exactly. So there's that. And then I have three weapon teams, keeping them super cheap. 85 points, defense five. Yeah. The Lord's work. A war trombone from the allies, a bang it from allies, and a rabble horde from allies. Let's get the unlocks. That's awesome, dude. Did you guys know where you were... S- where you were at? I haven't paid attention to the Because I asked score. table one, they're like, we didn't know. We don't know anything. We're just here to w- win the game. Yep. I, I kept right? it that way. So you guys me. had 74 points. So that didn't even enter in that you were 8 points or 12 points behind Keith, who had 86. I, I knew I'd have to win huge to even have a chance. So, But, but, other than that, but let's talk that about was, that, right? Yeah. So you're playing Pillage against two armies that are going to probably smack. Shoot, you're going to shoot the crap out of him. He's going he's gonna to shoot the crap out of you. Like, attrition... Not going to be a thing, right? Like, you're neither one of you is going to have a swing in that. So, to get essentially a big win, you got to get like a six, seven token differential. And I don't know how you do that in, in, in that scenario. You, with, you, well, I mean, maybe there's a way. You get very lucky and kill stuff that you shouldn't. And right. just roll over and get lucky and your stuff doesn't die. <laughs> so, what the other benefit, though, is uh, especially for him, uh, it was the hordes because uh, uh, those large hordes can hold two tokens. Correct. If you move forward and then pivot or do those kind of exactly. things. Exactly. So, what was your strategy for pillage? 
Uh, my and, and knowing you're playing a, the legitimate gun line, right? Like yeah. this is doesn't get any filthier than that. I was aiming for the small the small loss, to be honest. And then if dice go my way, great. If not, oh well. Because realistically, the table that we were on had very little in the center of the board. Yeah. So yeah. and we obviously it's three tokens to three tokens, so we have to claim that center objective to to win. Did you have a little small part of you like I need to avenge Dustin? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is great. It's four hours of me complaining to him about how he lost a shooting. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> <laughs> No, Dustin. so it Poor was Dustin. it was that, and then he has the flying character. So my my hope, the goal, and the dream was that I just had units left, and try to buy as much time from not letting Bowman shoot everything. Yeah, and then uh, thankfully I got really lucky on a couple of rolls. Uh, him not popping the giant on that on that initial. Oh, spike the snake eyes. Yeah, yeah. This guy has composure, like, just like ice in his veins, though, because I've seen a couple of snake like, in the game against Dustin. There was like this could this could cost me the game, kind of roll all snake guys. He just all right, whatever. Yeah, it is one of those. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is, it's a thing, right? The good players just know that they're, they're going to happen, and you just put yourself in a position to, you know, you can you should be able to accommodate one or two maybe. When it starts getting crazy, before I get it, yeah. like not much you can do about that, but. Right. Right. The other benefit, though, is it's not it doesn't feel as bad because of devastating rules now. Yes. So even if you double ones, if they're only Hitting you back. four or five mm -hmm. attacks on you, like, who cares? It's not as yeah. bad, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So we were actually talking about it after the game, and we were looking at it, and we are like, what would we do differently here and here and here? And one of the things we both agreed on is we throw enough dice that even if it's double ones, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just devastate right. it. Yep, yep. Exactly. That was his thought process going into the game playing Pillage against yours. What was your... So, yeah, starting with uh, that first game, I've been playing really kind of um, a little bit more defensive mm -hmm. and, like, very controlled, don't take too many risks. And, um, you know, I had a win, barely, versus Dustin. Got a tie round two, and then rounds three, four, and five were just, you know, except for one. I got a plus four on one. Right. That was it. It was, like, right. 14 or 15 wins. That's the, that's, that's so, the room, though. Like, yeah. other than Keith, everybody else was, like, 70s. And, you know, it was not... Not like a bunch of 20 O's. I mean, maybe that's the blackjack scoring in effect, right? Because mm -hmm. you got to go big to get I 20. Think it was yeah. also it was also really how he was getting the the bonus points because a one difference on tokens he got you nothing. Yeah. yeah, you had to have two or more. You had to swing hard yep. for the fence to really right. get that 20 nil, which yeah. I liked because. And both of our lists are effectively the same way. We're going to lose most of our army. It's part it of the strategy, right? <laughs> exactly. You're supposed to lose your stuff. Some so, of it, yep. Yeah. No. It, no. it feels nice <laughs> being able to play into it, even if you have a, a loss where you have three, four things left on the field. Uh -huh. It doesn't feel like it's just a 20 nil, you lost yeah. everything. Even if you're holding an objective, you're, you, do, you did what you needed to. Dice ruined you, or you just made a mistake yeah. that was small and it cost you. Knowing all that, with um, you know how I've been playing the prior five rounds, I said eh, I'm gonna go full aggro this time and see if it works. <laughs> Which it, it's usually not the game plan. It usually is keep the hand to hand together, keep the knights and the generals, and play defensive, and then react and try to go over the top. And I was like, ah, nah, let, let, let's go for it. Just go for it. See what happens. Well, in the grand scheme of things, you guys to win the <laughs> tournament, you guys, both of you guys, were gonna have to win big. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. and you, that means you have to make gambles. Yeah, like the, throwing those knights up early. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, maybe if I can get around and kill something, if I that's, get like really spiky dice. That's why Scuttles went into that Horde of Bowmen first turn, like, yep. uh -huh. I, I, or second turn. I needed Scuttles to go in there, and I went in with the rabble as well. And it's like, oh man, average dice, I should waver, and I'll be fine. He can bounce around all over the back line, and I'm yep. good. Yeah. And it uh, didn't pan out that way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
but yeah. Yeah. This time we played Steve, you were playing the dwarves, which this arm is pretty different, right? From uh, the dwarves. It's so much faster. So uh -huh. I'm enjoying this one more, but it's only because I think dwarves aren't particularly in the best spot right sure. now, unless you want to go golems yeah. and brock riders. If you do that, I'll power to you. I just argue that the infantry isn't really where you want them to be right now. Yeah. So I've enjoyed that because uh, the rats kind of give me a lot of leeway. I can lose a unit and it doesn't feel heartbreaking to do so. Yeah, you have a little bit of give. You can you give a little bit, so. And I think that's important when you're trying to hedge variants. You need to have a little bit that you can, that if it doesn't go your way and give up, like you said, it's not like you're, you're toasted. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, the reason I started dwar uh, Ratkin was because of dwarves, the sharpshooters, because they're effective. Yeah, yeah they're like claw shots, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh -huh. I loved sharpshooters. They were great units, and they yeah. still are. So that's why I shifted to rats, because I was like, oh, man, three, shot claw, three claw shots, that's guaranteed start on my list. We'll figure uh -huh. out the rest. That's awesome. And are you going to stick with them? What, uh, like, after Postmasters, you guys have any new projects you're, you're working on, or what's next on the horizon? I'm always trying to lessen the uh, plastic unpainted pile of shame. <laughs> the gray shame. Yes. So whether or not I'll play it, I don't know. Uh, I've got a bunch of old Chaos Warriors and I'm getting through in Bretonians. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, we'll see. I've, I've been liking Kingdoms of Men so far. Uh, uh -huh. I'll probably just try to get some more reps in so I don't forget things like charging with the hero and the general in turn three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, just it's, There's a lot of moving pieces in that army, and it's easy to mess, miss things. It, it, was, it was the first time, I think, this whole tournament that I've forgotten to move something. And yeah, it, 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 it happened. Yeah. It I eventually happened. We were talking about it with Georgie and a few others, and it really came down to the fact that we were trying to make sure everything was clean for the camera and for us, because that's the top table. Yeah. You don't want to make that mistake, and one inch can drastically change a win or a loss, right? So there was that. It was a lot of moving pieces because for both of us, we had to get clean line of sight. We had to do all of these yep. different things for all of our shooting. And then... We were trying to dance around these like six tokens in the center of the board. <laughs> yeah, talk about that. What is does does playing on the stream? Does that? How did that make you guys feel? Were you a little nervous, not nervous, or it didn't matter? Uh, like for the first fifteen seconds, I was like, "Oh, I'm on the stream." Wait, okay. People are watching me. Yeah, and then it was like, "Nope, playing <laughs> and the game it's now." Just like you're in your groove. <laughs> yep, yep. You don't have time. Like um, yeah. the one thing about all the bow shots with artillery is I'm rolling lots of dice all the time. You got to be efficient. When I just did pure shooting and didn't have the knights or the generals, ah, it's no problem. Um, you know, just roll the dice fast. Yeah. But as soon as positioning starts mattering more with like, oh, can the general fly over? Where can they go? Oh, how about the knights? Who's in charge range? Who's not? How about the twist? Yeah. It, you start soaking up a whole lot of time and movement plus the shooting, and it, it, it you can clock out really easy. Because so. he was he was having to dance around those weapon teams with the characters yep. in the back line, so he's he had to measure like th I think it was like four or five times before he found a place that was right outside eighteen. Like inches. the really finesse that yes. one yep. little spot yep. that's oh, the yeah. safe spot. Yep. Yeah. So it was a lot of that because he also didn't want the the characters just completely out of position too. They didn't sure. to be able to do something. Yeah. Yeah. The um, uh, blink templates. I suggest those for everybody. <laughs> it, it allows you to kind of okay, look, we can be, play super clean. I'll have a blink base under, or I'll take a blink base and move it over. And you can kind of work things out. So that one turn where you really need stuff to line up, you can play clean and, you know, yeah. test stuff out. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of blink bases. I like the fact there's corrugated, though. Because, oh. like, you know, you have MDF or something, and it's super stiff, right? Like, mm -hmm. you bump a building, you might scratch paint. You're not scratching anything with a piece of corrugated. No, I, and actually, that was my first Kings of War army. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So. Just make an army out of corrugated, and it can become your blank bases in the future. That's funny. There you go. Yep. 
And then what about you, Steve? What's next for you? Any Anything I on the hobby agenda? Or? Don't know yet. Don't uh, know it's yet. going to probably be during the four-hour drive with Dustin. Uh -huh. Oh, when you start workshopping. Yeah, because <laughs> we were workshopping in, and I, he was making fun of me. He's like, what are you going to play next? I was like, probably Rats. And he's like, are you going to do Rack and Slave? And I was like... Kind of going to be the same thing. I lose yeah. weapon teams. I put two hordes of decimators in. Same amount of shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. The trip home from Masters probably is the most fertile, like incubation. Like <laughs> if you had a microphone in all the different cars or on all the different planes, because that's what you do, right? On your way home, you're you're thinking about, oh god, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna do this next. I'm gonna do this next. So, yeah, that's cool. I just hope I don't have to face as much Night Stalkers for the rest of the year. There's a lot. You drew three? Yeah, let's yeah, talk about what, what armies did you face and players so, did you play? Uh, I faced Nick first game, which was Night Stalkers. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, managed to ma uh, managed to win on that one. Then I went into game two against Nathan. Another Night Stalkers. More Night Stalkers. Lost that one. I was like, all right. Okay. Let's let's not do Night Stalkers again. Uh, got game three, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was Justin, Timber, uh, Justin Timberlake, and he was doing... Kyle Timberlake. Kyle Timberlake. Kyle. Justin Timberlake. The yeah, you probably like Justin Timberlake. The, 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 foot, foot the foot dwarves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. foot dwarves. That yeah. one went for an easy win for me because uh -huh. we were on a table where the center of the board was empty, so it was a shooting yeah. gallery. Yeah. And then uh, immediately following that was shooty goblins uh -huh. with uh, with O'Neill. Yeah. Which was a great game. I gave him my best sports actually. Yeah. Because uh, I loved it. It was such a close game. Um, and then immediately following that was Night Stalkers yet again with uh -huh. Joe. Uh huh. And I was like, all right, three Night Stalkers. I hope. Yeah, oh, it's not a fourth. And then I found out I was playing playing against Jason. And I was like, thank, thank the Lord. And then Dustin looks at me. He's like, that's the guy that rocked me. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, hundred moment. Like, no. no. So now you can't lose to him because if you lose to him, you're like, give me the nice stuff. And then you start arguing. Well, I didn't lose as much as you. So now to beat him, though, now you're like, Dustin, I don't know what the problem was. I, I had the tools and the intelligence to beat him. Exactly. Seriously, that's funny. How about you, Jason? Walk us through. Obviously, sure. Dustin was your first game. Yeah, Northern Alliance with all the ice elementals. Uh, and everybody didn't pick you, right? I'm yeah. assuming on the stream. Yeah. Everybody didn't Little pick tier. you. So your first... Tier. Well, here's the thing. Jeff O'Neill picked you. Though. When I was talking to Jeff, he's like, yeah, no question. He's got the tools to beat Dustin. You just need the dice to go his way. Yep. Well, in the turn one, uh, I had six cannon shots into uh, ice elementals and cover, and it spiked, and I got three sixes. Uh, put ten nine wounds, shattered, and then a couple more lightning bolts and popped one. Pop, pop yeah. on the hordes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that was game one. Uh, game two was against Hank Goosh, uh, Northern Alliance. Uh, so one pretty army to another pretty army. Super, yeah. super models. Like, just, yeah. oh, God. Put Hard to understand what everything is. Like, okay, you got, like, what are the ducks and all their penguins? Okay. Right, but, right. But yeah. The different styles of orca uh -huh. for different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. a really good game. That was my tie. Uh, then game three was, uh, I think, John Venos with the... Um, Abyssals? I like that. Yeah. Matchup wise, because a lot of armor three, armor four. Well, yeah, you can you got shooting. He's got a little bit of shooting. Yeah, a little, little bit, not and, a lot. And his cav is fourteen sixteen instead of fifteen seventeen, so that helps you yeah. a little. The hits harder, right? But it's just a little bit weaker. You can, yep. you can pop him. And it's not pathfinder, so he's yeah. less prone to get in the woods. So yeah. um, that that was my plus four. I got I got very lucky there. Right. Um. And then uh, uh, I played Drew Gaddy today. Steve. How'd you do against Drew? And uh, I end up squeaking out a win. Yeah, because you, you played Drew. We used to play Drew all the time, right? Was he around the scene when you were back with us? And yeah, yeah. When yeah. I first started, yeah. So he, you were like, whatever, dude. You don't, I don't give a crap. I'm going to crush <laughs> you. Did you crush him? Uh, not crush. It was, I think I got a 
plus one, maybe. Or but I mean, you have the army to kick his teeth in, right? Like, I mean, yeah. he's got the Brock Riders. I get it, but like Tyler Schultz, forgot that was my game. Ogres, how did yeah. you do against Tyler? Uh, ended up squeaking a win there too. So nice. like, it, it was always just. But ogres, though. I mean, a gun line likes ogres. I can see everything. I shoot whatever I want. True, and, and the siege breakers are tough, <laughs> especially with heal seven. Fourteen, seventeen nerve though, man. You can get them. You, you can, and try. especially when you got three cannons, they have piercing three, right? It, it helps, uh, yes. But you just uh, got to you got to roll fives and sixes. Yeah, game plan roll fives and sixes is always active, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, the Drew game was great. I played him before, um, and it was really tight. Uh, just very precise movement and um, just piling up the. Did you leave him salty? Was he salty at the end? Okay, good. Drew doesn't get too salty. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it was it was uh, a wide variety. I actually did not play one night stalkers. Sorry. Yeah, there was a lot of night stalkers in this list, and I think it's because. There was a preponderance of at least people thought there's gonna be a lot of gun lines, and there was the one I don't know how many gun lines. We, I mean, I there guess was quite a few. there's four or five at least I know so for there sure. Was quite a few pure gun lines, and yeah. then there was quite a few armies that had mixed arms where they had a decent amount of shooting, or they allied in some heart piercers. Or yeah. <laughs> so you saw a lot of like uh, heart piercers. You saw a lot of uh, medium range shooting, or a lot of lightning bolt. So yeah. a lot of breath. Yeah, a lot of breath. A lot of yeah, breath. weapons yeah, too, yeah. especially with all the goblins and then the rats in the fields. So yeah, it seemed like almost every list had some sort of shooting. Right, but I, but I think that's the answer. I think you got to have something to get that thing that got away from you. Yeah. That you can't, you know, you got to have something. It, I, it's and it's obviously be like surge or shooting. Um, well, you look at it. Three out of the top four armies on the top tables in the last round were, were had a lot of shooting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe we're on to something. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think part of that though is is stemming from the fact that it's place terrain, so it depends on who you're facing and what. Yeah. So if you're saying we were playing a normal Texas tournament and like forest, 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 hill, 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 right in the middle, and you're like, oh yeah, you can't see nothing. Yeah. So there was there was a couple of games that would have swung one way or another, like against uh, Timberlake when he was playing on on the table where it's empty in the center of the field and it's invade. I just looked at him. I was like, well, you're coming at me. There's nothing you can do. I'm hitting on fours across the board. Yeah. And it was just unfortunate because if he had been able to place a forest or water or a hill in the center or and on one side left mm -hmm. or right, he would have been in a better situation than he was. Get a little cover on the way over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I ran into one game where it's like how the buildings were places you couldn't double charge through any of them. And it was like, right. a bit, and they were spread out. So basically, seventy percent of the board you can only do single charges. And depending on what the makeup of your and some armies, armies? can't do single charges. Yeah, that's what I'm some armies yeah. like you gotta have. Yeah, right. You you need the best thing I got is knights, and that that's not really breaking. No, and they can't break anything on their own. Yeah. On our table, the last table, if you actually looked where my warriors were on the left hand side from me and on the right, right from yeah. him. It was actually just the right size for an infantry horde of the smaller infantry. Not the heavy infantry, yeah. wouldn't be able to fit for an Yeah, infantry. yep. Yeah, on my table, that was the one, like, I don't think a big horde could have even charged through 70% right. of the table. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, I did notice some of the tables, like my uh, round two table, had a nice big old chunk of wood within, like, five or six of the center for uh, what we would play, loot? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three, three loot tokens in the center. Um, and against Drew, there was a giant piece of impassable three and a half inches off the center. Ah. Right, right in the center for that one. So there's some good, like, I, I, forest or impassable kind of towards the center really changes the game. Well, you think about it, most of the action is going to be towards the middle of the game in most scenarios. But what right. you do get with, with not player place, with 
pre-done is the tables did look beautiful. Huh, that well, and the armies look great too. Well, you don't end you don't end up with the, some of the wonkier like I got like I got three hills or you don't three forests right or, or okay. the forests are all in the corners because the people yeah. don't want them. That's so yeah. you get a little bit more like what traditionally you would think the battle should. And it's good to have tournaments mix it up, you know. And just and, yeah, and yeah. Maybe we'll do it different, and we'll go to Lone Wolf and we'll do player dot yeah. deployment, right? right? Yeah. But when you have that big impassable or that big line of sight blocker in the center, that pivot point game that you get into where you're trying to like edge around and get the mm. shots but not get the return and yeah, it gets it's all kind of so fun. What would you do differently, Steven? So you get Go ahead. 50 mil shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What would you change in your army after this, you know, six games or it's good the way it is and I'm actually really happy with the Rakin list as it stands right now. Uh, it's it took a year to get to this point because if you look at the the Rakin list as I went through, I went for, to Kingdom Monsters, Lone Wolf and a few other tournaments. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, uh, the shed shop with uh, Dustin. I was going to say, how many beings did it take? Uh, we Usually, with Dustin, we can average between two to five games a Saturday. Depends on, on speed and what army he's playing. Uh, for example, with Ice or EOD, we get probably five games in because he's so familiar with it. So I want to say it was a good probably 30, 40 reps with that list in various iterations before it got to the point that it stands. Right. So I'm I'm actually really happy with it. Blood boil is probably my favorite change. You guys must be salivating though with the new new cock pack coming out. Uh, it's supposed to be the largest Clash of Kings change ever, oh. and there's a lot of new magic stuff, new spells, and all kinds of stuff. So some of the stuff from Halpy's Rift we're supposed to be seeing coming over. Bell cash levels will, will matter, and there's a I mean that could get really could could be it, it okay. might might be the biggest mix up of the meta in a, in a long time. And I see Stephen. Pulling on his beard, going, okay, well, what are we going to cook up in the beat factory? Oh, oh, because all my characters are inspiring. They're all wizards. Well, here, here's something that we've been told no more conditional inspiring. So anything that's got a conditional is just going to become straight inspiring. Oh, uh, so no more like inspiring this. No, it'll just be go away and it'll just become straight inspiring. Interesting. It'll give yeah. more list nice. options. Yeah. Well, and then talk about lists, right? We got halflings, and then we have the special list that nobody knows about coming out in December. Yeah. Which is a new theme list, which was told not dwarves. Hmm. It's not a new dwarf list, but it's something. And we've seen that shadowy figure that's riding this thing. It looks like a scorpion's tail to me. I don't know. Oh, it's is it going to be the Amphidians? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess it could be Amphidians. Yeah, it could yeah. be some kind of like bone dragon monster thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Mm -hmm. Jason, same question to you. What would you change in your list? Or so, it's perfect. I don't. I, I have not got as many reps in with this exact list. Right. Um, I've only put in about 12 with this exact build. <laughs> Uh, I've put in another 20 with different variations uh, right. to get to here. So uh, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't change anything else until I get another like 15 in to get up to about 30. If I can yeah. get about 30. How's the Mid-Atlantic treating you, by the way? Uh, good. So I'm in the black hole of gaming in the Mid-Atlantic known as Charlotte. <laughs> right, yeah. And I know there's some guys in North Carolina, but they're not by you. No. Like Tony Nelson. Uh, there, there are a few up in Raleigh yeah. um, that have a place up there. Um, and then Chris Grow, I believe, is up in um, Asheville. Okay. And he started playing. But, yeah, no, there's nobody in Charlotte. You need to build a scene and make it happen, Captain. Doing it. Uh, I mean, so if you don't have a factory, you know, like a right? warehouse, uh, or, or uh, I guess a it's gym. more like a, a gym, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With tires out front to be flipping while we're thinking about what I'm, strategy I'm going to use. Right, right. You lose. Do you have a store? It's a bit do, uh, 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 do you have a local gaming store? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Charlotte is spoiled uh, for great gaming stores. Yeah. Uh, and I got lucky, found somebody on uh, Facebook. Uh, on the groups, the Kings of War groups, um, that actually played here and there. So since I moved there, we've been just getting reps in and reps in. That's awesome. Uh, you must be tired of your list. 
Yes, but they, they thankfully understood. Uh, we got four new players, so we've got a group of uh, six total. Um, nice. Trying nice. to get everybody that's, up that's and go. That's a good amount of number to get. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, yeah. good, good amount. Yeah, so it's it's been good. Yeah, I mean, that's about what Dustin usually keeps on hand because he, he chews some of them out, right? Some of them, like, <laughs> right. don't make the cut. Uh, like, kill off your young. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that Chuck and Kelly have survived as long as they have. Yes. So there, there's that because... We we actually started this little group because of uh, because of Countercharge podcast where you were talking about the disciples of Dustin. So right, that, that ended up being the the ironic group that we are. Yep, that's so funny. Kelly and Kelly and Chuck have been champs at surviving, so we have a group of four, and it allows because realistically, in a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, you can probably get two or three games in yeah. in a decent amount of time. That means you can rotate and play at least two, three different people, mm-hmm. different lists. It's not bad. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Kind of final thoughts on the weekend. Uh, this is actually my first Masters. Uh, funny story. Yes. So uh, I actually qualified for Masters in the Southeast in the spot eight, and then I moved to Charlotte. Uh, so, so you chose to you chose not to support your home region. No, I, Keith wouldn't let me. He wouldn't annex Charlotte, so uh, I'm in Mid Atlantic. So yeah, since I, I left before I finished yeah. those last tournaments, so I'm in Charlotte. I'm in Mid Atlantic. Um, yeah, I did qualify in the Southeast, but I don't live in region anymore. And I actually uh, got lucky and won the raffle to get on the Mid-Atlantic team. Oh, because you didn't qualify the Mid-Atlantic team. Right. Nice job. Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, finishing as high as you did, turns out that... and Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. You know, a lot of those people that won the raffles, though, everybody seems to be pretty competent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Marcelo, he's did, had a pretty good weekend as well, yeah. I think. Yeah, his army's so beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, which, amazing. Which, what army did he have? He has the the Brotherhood, Brother oh, Mark. He's oh. Bretonian models, though. Sure. Classic. Yeah. It just, yeah, First Masters is just like, oh, my God, there is there is not an easy, like, let the gas off table. And, and, and the thing is, like, yeah. you get to beat on Jeff O'Neill now and, like, no repercussions. Like, before Ooh, it was like. I don't know about that. But, like, <laughs> but well, before you had to see him, right? You're going to play with him every week. And now it's like, I come to Masters, I I'll stomp you, and you know you don't have to deal with the repercussions three weeks from now. Fair, fair, fair. Same question to you. How was your weekend? I came into the weekend three three because I uh, I wasn't expecting to place, and then I placed by like a sliver with my lone wolf uh, my lone wolf showing. So Dustin just started laughing at me. And he asked me the same thing in the car. I was like, "Man, three three is the game, the goal." Mm-hmm. Came out five and one, so I was super. Five and one is pretty damn yeah, good. First and you're five, four, oh, four, one and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, super stoked about that. I was just ho- hoping to win like two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a weird year though. Like, it just it didn't feel like we didn't have anybody running away completely with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, like in years past, you know, we don't have a six and zero oh master this year. Oh no! I've been completely in the dark. I've just been well. I, the table play. This is just, math. This is math. Keith was set eight points up on Travis. Mm-hmm. But he lost 14-7. So that means Travis Ooh. beat him, but he's down a point for the Masters. That's that's my math. Battle math, okay. That's yeah. battle math. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I assume Keith will be the Master, even though he lost to the wow. guy who's below him. But, wow. you know, I don't know. That's just, you know, we were trying to figure out how does that happen. I think it's just a, a nature. Just wild. Yeah, I guess I guess Keith List, uh, when he stomps somebody, it, it just right on in. Yeah, it must be, right? He had 86 points in five games, right? So what is yeah. that? It breaks down to it's a pretty He's good number. He's probably getting 1920s at yeah. least two or three because I got, I got two 18s. Yeah. Well, I mean, out of 120 points, he scored 93, right? So that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really high up in that. Yeah, he was hitting like 20s pretty much every Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's interesting because – 
up until recent. Well, I mean, we've had Masters that have not been undefeated before. Eric last year. Was, yeah, he had a tie. Yeah, he, he tied uh, Keith Randall, I believe. But I do know, I've seen a couple things in my life. Dustin, man, getting beat. When Dustin's getting beat, it, he's a same person, but like you could tell, like he was like, okay, yeah, he, he gets like, okay, okay, <laughs> I can't afford to keep losing units. What's going on here? It was, it was funny. It was interesting. That that bottom of turn one when I, I spiked the, the ice, ice elementals it was like oh I could see it it was like oh it's game on now yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And, I, and I also yeah, saw I one really time focused. we were at the Forge GT and Jason like eviscerated Jeff O'Neill like not didn't just beat him like like murdered the dog or something <laughs> and like and I was just like I don't think Jeff even wanted to talk to you for like I don't know it was it was it was good stuff he's a murderer man he just so but, I'm but, but Steven's the same way. He was he was punching models off left and right. It, if it wasn't for the fact that I got lucky on that turn, bottom of turn six, going second was what really. Oh yeah, yeah. It, well, let's talk about that. There's a, you know, you guys have shooting lists, mm -hmm. so some people would say, well, you want to go first, right? I want to go first because I want to get the shots off. Right. But like, depending on the range of your weapons, maybe you don't want to go first. You want the other person to. Move. I don't know. What? what? It, it, it depends on the matchup for me. It, even with the artillery, and if I've got a target, if you're not gonna hit me turn two. And I'm not too worried about that. Um, with the five flying scoring heroes, I want to be able to be like, oh, okay. last turn, twenty over Boom. here. There's no retribution possible unless we get a yeah. turn. You need a flying uh, cheap hero. I yeah. wish I had one because uh, the goblins have the uh, wingets uh, now. Yeah. Right? It's like Wing <laughs> wingets are amazing. I had yeah. to play. I had to play Je <laughs> Jeff on that one. That was rough because it had a giant impassable building in the center of the board, and wingets were there. Just fly to the left, shoot. Fly to the right, shoot. I couldn't get trombones into them. It was rough, but uh. So, it just really depends on the list. Like, I really enjoy going second against Alpha Strike lists because I'm fine with you killing a warrior unit and then I just shoot everything into you. Yeah. And then I'm fine picking up all those points. But it depends on certain lists. Like, I would I would have rather gone first against him, but the problem was the, obje the, the objective game where I could potentially get onto an objective with a character and score at the end of the game was going to be huge for me. Yep. So it's, it's a difficult question. There's no right answer. Yeah, no, no, and you know, just matchup dependent. And, mm -hmm. um, even with the Bowman with the twenty-four inch shooting, that's that's where the majority of it is. I, I, I said I'm gonna swing for the fences and stepped up and took some pot shots, but you know, you usually cover, you move, so you're hitting on sevens with half shot. You just don't put out a whole lot, and it's it's generally better just to not do what I did. And, just uh, stay where you stay put and shoot, and and let them come to you, and then uh, do the sneaky stuff of like toe in terrain. Okay, you're coming. I'm out of terrain instead of advancing up and giving up that advantage. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Well, well, awesome. Thanks for coming on, guys. It was great, yeah, thanks, great, guys. great, yeah. great meeting you guys, and and uh, you guys had a hell of a, a weekend. So yeah, we'll see you next year, I assume. I, I fingers hope. crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> thanks, guys. Fingers crossed for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.